Welcome to Mighty House. This is a radio show for people with problems. Home improvement problems, that is. Send an email now to Robbie at MightyHouse.net or call into the show at 877-711-5611. From foundation leaks to roof repairs, the Mighty House team is on the job. You're, You're listening, listening to Mighty House. I'm Ron Calgill. The Mighty House team is back. You can join us on Facebook Live right now. Brought to you in part by Roofers and Waterproofers, Local 11, Smart 265, Mr. Floor, and Maggie Rad. That's M-A-G hyphen E-R-A-D. And Maggie Rad is a uh, cleaning product you use on your water heater. We are broadcasting worldwide and live. MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Podcasts and previous shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on HomeApprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. Video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net and on our Mighty House YouTube channel. And you can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improve, and our Twitter handle is at MightyHouse. And if you give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline, 877-711-5611, you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe, and you can learn more at MrFloor.com. All right. Uh, start off on the phones here, and let's bring Jeff up. Hey, Jeff, you're on Mighty House. Thanks for hanging on. No problem. Good morning, Mighty People. Good morning. Good morning, Jeff. Hey, I got a couple of quick uh, tips for you, uh, Robbie. Um, there is a company out of the LaGrange area. I haven't dealt with them in a few years. I assume they're still in business called Murco, M-U-R-C-O. Okay. Uh, it's run. It's a woman-owned business run by a lady named Jody Murphy, and she does a lot of those demolition sales. And she's got a, quite a network of people that will come in and and bid on anything from the floorboards to the doors to the whatever, and uh, you know, remove it. And uh, you can do it in like an open auction style, or she, she can just kind of handle a sale privately if you don't want a bunch of people traipsing through the house, you know. Um, there's also estatesales.net. If you go there, uh, you would find a bunch of estate sales. You can do zip code searches and things, and they also do moving sales, remodeling sales. You know, so you could find a company there that uh, specializes in that sort of thing, uh, and you could actually find a few companies and um, they would also help you uh, uh, value or put a, a current value on what you know you're trying to get rid of. Because as Ron was saying, some stuff just isn't selling, you know. Um, and and generally speaking, with the used furniture market, the only stuff that's really bringing in any dollars is mid-century modern uh, design items. I agree so, with you um, completely on that. That's all everybody wants. And Merco, um, right. I Googled them, MercoRecycling.com, M-U-R-C-O, Recycling.com. There you go. Very good. Remodel with salvage okay. materials. Cool. Okay. So. And um, there, uh, there's also a fellow in the northwest side of the city that makes specializes in making mid-century modern furniture. I can't think of his name or website right now. I'll send it to you during the week. Um, but a really cool guy to know. Does everything by hand. Some of the finest craftsmanship you'll ever you'll ever see. He's building so, knockoffs. Uh, Jeff, he's, uh, he's, he's doing building his knockoffs. Own he's doing. Oh. 
Well, okay. I wouldn't call it knockoffs. He's doing his own mid-century modern style furniture. Okay. Uh, and it's it's really well-made stuff, and he's doing a lot of hand finishing and hand rubbing waxes and, and, and varnishes and things. Uh, he, he's really a pretty neat guy. I'll send you the link to his website. You okay. know, uh, he's a pretty, pretty cool guy to know. Excellent. Uh, that's all I got for you. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Thank you, Tim. All right. Take care. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Boom. Done. So is that helpful there, Robbie? It was. I like that Merco recycling site. Yeah. And um, Give her a call. Did you have a, another caller or something, or can I ask a question? Ask, ask a question. Okay. And actually, this is back to the food thing, because this was an interesting thing. All right. Rich and Ron, yogurt. Yogurt? Does yogurt need to be refrigerated? Does it need to? No. Should yes. you? Do, do you? Yes. I, it goes in the refrigerator. Why do you it's think dairy, it doesn't need to be? dairy item. Why do you say it doesn't need to it be? It doesn't need to be? I'm asking you said it doesn't need to be. Right. Why? Because it's yogurt. It's, it's already starting to ferment or do whatever it does to taste nasty, so you just let that keep going. Rich. Isn't that, isn't that what it is, Rich? Active cultures. See, there it's, it's already refrigerated. They get out of control. Yeah, and the bacteria. So, so you that, that the uh, if you refrigerate it, the bacteria stops growing in it and making it taste nasty. It's just it's fermented milk or something, right? So on the original article, as a dairy based product, people work on the assumption that yogurt must be refrigerated. They are sure that the cold temperatures in the fridge prevent bacteria from growing. That is not true when the container is unopened. In fact, yogurt is made using bacteria, so they're already there. Mm-hmm. Unsealed yogurt can... Unsealed. Yeah. Hold on. Salute. Once open. <laughs> it should say sealed yogurt containers yeah. can be kept in a cool, dark place. This says unsealed for quite some time. Okay. All right. Uh, Robbie's having a, a sneezing fit. However. However. I've been Googling that uh-huh. for the last four minutes. Okay. And? Everything else says, oh my gosh, you have to... Put yogurt in the refrigerator. No. Yeah, everything says. Um, I put. I keep it wherever I find it in the grocery store. If I find it in a refrigerated <laughs> case, it goes in the good refrigerator. Point. If it's on a shelf in the in the aisle, yeah, it can go in the pantry. Yeah. Federal Food Safety Department advises that yogurt held in temperature above forty degree Fahrenheit should be discarded after two hours. Okay. But it's funny because this one site says. No, it doesn't have to, agreeing with exactly what you said. And I found a lot of people who say that, but then a lot of people are saying... Um, well, if you, let it, if you set out far enough, then it starts to turn into buttermilk, and then it, then it goes into full-on butter. From yogurt to cottage cheese yes, to yeah. full-blown cheese yeah, to... Buttermilk, you know? Yeah, people are saying because it is probiotic, the beneficial bacteria contains will increase in number without refrigeration. Some people say it just doesn't taste good afterwards, but there's this one site where people are like, you know what, I've gotten so sick from eating yogurt that's sitting out and stuff like that. Very interesting to me Uh that experts, as with anything, but it should be there's a right or a wrong. Well, let's ask John, see if he knows. Okay. Hey, John, you're on Mighty House. Thanks for hanging on. How how do you store your yogurt? Um, I... Eat it so fast that it's gone uh, right away. No, it can be refrigerated. It should <laughs> be. We, we eat a lot of yogurt. Hey, hey, Randall? You eat a lot of yogurt? Is that what you said? Uh, yeah, we eat a lot of yogurt, and we keep it in the refrigerator. So, there you go. 
It's, so what? Can why you hear me very well? Yeah, yeah, I got you now. Why were you really calling? Okay, well, I, why I'm really calling is I want to um, tell you about a win-win-win situation for uh, building recycling. Okay. Um, I'm involved with Evanston Rebuild Warehouse. Yep. Nice. And we have and we have a workforce training program where our students come in and deconstruct your home, and whether it's just the windows, whether it's windows and trim, whether it's uh, you know the entire structure, we have the ability to come in and do that. Um, and you get a big tax credit; it costs you less than a demolition company would go for. It the materials go for useful things. And Ron, you know that uh, picture of that table I sent you last week? Uh huh. Um, I made I made that out of a house that was deconstructed a couple of years ago. Uh, on uh, uh, let's see, it was on. Well, anyway, it was in Chicago. I have the, the address of the building there, and it was built around the turn of the century. So this beautiful, beautiful old wood is getting a, a new life. Yeah, um, that was a table or something you built from uh, the framing lumber, and I, we put that right. up on yeah. Facebook too. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's nice yeah, looking. Yep, that's up. Yeah, thanks. So anyway, uh, Evanston Rebuilding Warehouse, um, rebuilding their structure, rebuilding people's lives. It's really a cool thing to do. So if you're Considering any kind of uh, major um, remodeling where you're going to need demo, please get a hold of Evanston Rebuild Warehouse. And okay. uh, uh, if they can't do it, they you know they'll let you know right away. Right, <coughs> excellent, cool. All right, and, and they're they're right, right here. We've had them on a few times. We need to get them back on. So that I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. I want to I want to get Ann, um, and and I'll join you with uh, Ann, who's in charge of the workforce training. Okay, uh, lady. And does an amazing job training these people. Okay. Uh, thanks. All right. Thanks, John. All right. Here we go. Cool. Hi, Debbie. Yeah? Okay. Less than 60. Less than 60. Well, I can wow. talk really fast in less okay. than 60. Okay. Goes fast. A lot of people want to know how we all got together. What do you mean? Like, what are you doing on the radio? <laughs> Well, that okay. Now I understand. Yeah, like how? <laughs> what did are you guys that doing? That happened. Sure. How have you been on the radio? The for, three of you. What for an 10 odd years. combination. Yeah. Yeah. Why we get along right. like brothers and sister, right? Don't we? Mm-hmm. Actually, you've been on much longer than ten years. I'm at about nine years. I'll see. There you and go. And Rich would be so, less that, than that. But Rich was a fill-in before. Yeah, but he had. His well, own I had show. my own show prior to. Yeah. So. We'll be back right after. Doesn't count. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. <laughs> she gotta build fast. Cement drawing. All right, let's see. Oh, English side ruined. Must use French instructions. Le grill. What the hell is that? It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. We're broadcasting worldwide and live, MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. You can give us a call on the Mr. Floor Helpline. It's 877-711-5611, and you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe, and you can learn more at MrFloor.com. Dot com. Dot com. All right. And uh, with that, oh, are we? is this something different? A uh, Randall's not even paying attention to us now. No, Randall. Now he is. <laughs> <laughs> All I have to say is, 
a bad word and then he'd be paying attention. Right. Is there a caller or not? I'm, I'm guessing not. Okay, that's old. Okay, never mind. Very well. Go back. I was trying, but you're looking down talking to Trixie. I was I was trying. I couldn't get your couldn't get your attention. So we're all good. You go we're back talking to talking about a man taking off his. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, y'all. I don't want to know what you guys are talking about back there. <laughs> all right. My battery's low. Your battery's low. Time to plug it Randall. in. Randall. You need Apparently, to... there was a semi that overturned near Effingham, and three thousand piglets got loose. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I saw, I saw that. It's sad that 3,000 pigs were jammed into one truck. That's horrible. But they're free now, running across the countryside. Well, I'm sure some of them are devastated. Yeah. It's horrible. It, it toppled over, so they, they, and the, the gate opened up, and they were, they were freed. I hope that they all find good homes. <laughs> Out yeah. in the wild. Good refrigerators. <laughs> <laughs> still bacon. Uh-huh. It's just on a delay program. That's right. So, but see, now you get all these wild pigs then eventually, and that's that's a large problem. Isn't that even down in Florida? Cause yeah, I know we go like, hunting. Um, we go hunting them, and you know what's really amazing? They taste like pork. Well, really? Yes, and they're actually better for you because they're wild fed. Right. Yeah, so, then it's not a, it's not a it's chemically not. fed Right. <laughs> so they're actually tasty. Yeah. But they're also extremely mean and dangerous, though, aren't they? They can be. So. Usually don't let them get that big. Oh, yeah. Okay. If they can if they can get them. Because like, uh, all through Texas and uh, the yeah. southern states, they're, they're a pretty big issue. Because they can, they can get around and ba- back in the Feral woods. Feral hogs, and, yes, yes. They can get crazy. Yeah, that's cool. All right. So, uh, let's see. What else did we have? Did you have an email or something? No, that you I were thought reading? you said about water heaters you are going to talk about or something. Sure. We can do that, too. We had, we had, um, we had an email about a, a water heater. And yes, yes. So, if they start getting old and you can't drain them properly, do you need, do you need to replace it just because... Um, it's not working right. And so I think one option is, yes, you can replace it. Obviously, that's that's always an option just to cut it out and replace it. But um, we got into talking about this, and I think we got Bob involved in this from uh, Maggie Rad, too, is you, you, can, uh, you can flush them out. You can put in the Maggie Rad. I remember what started it was the self-cleaning. That's what it oh, was. Yeah, now you just got it started up again. So... It's not there. There is really no true self-cleaning thing, but you can clean them yourselves. You can you can use the Maggie Rad product. There's, um, you know, there's several out there that can be used. And when you you put it in here, clean it, you flush it out, and you might have to do right. it a couple of times if it's an if it's been a long time. But once it's cleaned, then then you can do that every couple of years and and uh, and service it, and it'll last a long time. So it doesn't need uh, doesn't mean you instantly need to replace your water heater, right? So I, I first of all, and I think I sent out the uh, the Maggie Rad to that listener also, so they could give mm-hmm. it a try. And so I mailed them some of that. But then I think what you brought up was then you should also put in while you're doing that is to change the anode rod. 
Well, that's what, what Bob says. You change the anode rod and the, your pressure temperature relief valve. Correct. So what? those should all be done at the same time. But again, it goes back to does the average homeowner have the tools and or the knowledge to do that? Right. And you might be better off calling a plumber, but I really don't even know plumbers that normally service water heaters. They'll, they just yeah, they'll sell you a new it. one and install it. Sure. You know, but they don't service them that I'm aware of. Right. Yeah, uh, there there are a few around here, and I think you know that it's because Bob is close by, so that way, you know, people are starting to learn about it. But uh, there's also uh, Banner Supply; they've got it on the shelves there at, at up in uh, in uh, Wheeling. So mm -hmm. there are there are places that are starting to carry it, and it's more popular for boilers. You know, I think yeah. that's really where it came out of was because. People would do that in a boiler because boilers will last, you know, 30, 40 years as long well, as... Well, the funny thing is just that, though. You'll maintain your boiler so that you have heat, but then you, right next to it's your poor water heater that you just... <laughs> Ignore completely. Don't do a darn thing for, right? Yeah, yeah. So, and now I think we've got, just in the past week and a half, we've now got three out in the yard, all... One of them's 10 years old, another one's 25 years old, and I think we've got an 8-year-old one out in the yard that... I think we're going to break the grinder out at some point and just cut those open and see what we got in them. Because you know they've never been maintained. Nobody ever did no. anything to them. So no. um, we can cut them open and see what's well, in I them. I never do mine. I mean, I flush it every once in a while like uh -huh. when I just when, feel like it. When you think about it, oh, I should probably do that. <laughs> and then you flush it out. So Yeah. Yeah, that's the way it goes. Well, of course, we have all electric water heaters because, well, we don't have gas down here. Right. Unless you have propane, but... It's still like the elements in them, you know, Bob, the thing, the email he sent with all of his descriptions and stuff. And there was a number of photos in there with the elements, even how bad the, the elements, the heating elements will deteriorate from, yes. you know, the corrosion, which like, ooh, maybe I should probably get some Magarette. Yep. My water here is only probably three, four years old. Oh, see, so you, well, you, you'll clean it up. So I should, I should rinse it. Yeah. You should give it a shot. And yeah, it'll, it's about due. <laughs> it's about due. Yeah, exactly. It's now time for it. And and that would be a normal maintenance schedule that you would do to it. And, yes. And uh, last time I was at uh, Bob's shop, he showed me one. He's got a water heater in back that's running, and it's 30 years old. It's still running fine. So, but he cleans and it. And I know he's listening, and I... He could be. I'm going to ask this, but is there... An efficiency difference in a 30-year-old water heater and a new water heater, I think you can get the gas burner to burn more efficient. Yeah. You can insulate the tank, which means you have less heat loss, which saves energy. Yep. But if you're just running a burner to heat water, is it is there much difference between a 30-year-old water heater and a 5-year-old water heater? That's the 90-plus efficient and all well, because the new ones, the condensing water heaters, and that, obviously I wouldn't even compare them. There's no right. way a 30-year-old can't even you know, touch that, but then with the cost difference, is it worth it? Because that's one right. of the things he points out is, you know, like tankless water heaters are not necessarily the right way to go, mm -hmm. depending on your household. Right, right. Uh, oh, you ready to take a phone call? Okay. Let's, sure. Let's go to the phones. And let's talk to Ed in Beach Park. Hey, Ed, you're on Mighty House. Thanks for hanging on. Hey. Oh, no problem. Hey, guys, how are you doing this morning? Good. Good. Okay, so... The wife wanted the bathroom repainted. Uh-huh. Long story short, I pulled everything out of here. The vanity's gone. The toilet's gone. The floor's gone. I took off the tile. There's black mold in the corner by the tub surround. Hey, Ed? 
Ed, she's doing yeah. this to paint? Ed? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering, too. She yeah. just wanted to paint it, bro. Yeah. Chill out. I know. I know. <laughs> it's all my fault. <laughs> she's probably sitting somewhere in the house going, What the heck is he doing? he doing? She's so mad. She's so mad at me. Yeah. You know, you could have had this like, done like for 100 bucks. Oh, my God. Well, you know, I listen to you guys all the time. And you talk about aging in place. Uh-huh. And we bought this house, and it's going to be our forever house, and it's got like a 28-inch door on the bathroom. Uh-huh. There's, there's no way to get in and out with a walker or a wheelchair or something. I mean, we're not old right. yet, but eventually, you know. Sure. Right. So I thought if we're going to do it, let's do it right. To roll in, shower the whole nine yards, we'll retile, it's got an old tub. House is probably 30 years old, never been touched. Right. That's always a good thing, so though. I pull off the... Go ahead. No, that, that, he was just saying that's a good thing, it's never been touched. Yeah, I'd rather buy a house that's outdated and untouched than somebody else's pig, your paint on a pig. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So I pull off the tile floor, and I notice there's some black mold in the corner by the tub surround. Uh-huh. So I pull off the, it was like a quarter-inch plywood floor, and there's, then there's the subfloor on top of the, on top of the uh, joist. I think that's where I'm at right now. Right. Does that make sense? But I've got a tub surround. It's one solid piece. It's about 30 years old. Um, I don't know where the water shutoffs are. If I pull off the escutcheon behind the pull-out handle, there should be shutoffs in there, right? Nah. Dep- if now, it's a, not necessarily. It depends on the valve. If They do make the valve that has the stops built into it, but I wouldn't bank on it. Right. Uh, it may or may not. Uh, I would go down and find your main water shutoff for the house make sure that works well before I play with it and then just turn it off to be safe. Yep. Yep. And then okay. you know, when you go to pull that out, um, are, are you trying to save it and, and reuse it or re- recycle no. it? No, it's it's going to go. Because, I, I, it's, again, it's one big piece. Yeah. I think it was built into the house. It won't fit through the door. Right. If okay. I got it out in one piece, it ain't going through the door. Right. Okay. So then you just take the sawzall to it and, uh, and cut it up. Yeah. And, and make sure you, when you do that, you wear a respirator, too, so that, that way the fiberglass particles don't breathe in there because you'll be hacking up like crazy. So um, Right, and I've been doing that all along with the black mold I discovered. I had the respirator on the whole time because yeah. I didn't want to, you know, I don't really know. I don't, I don't, I don't die doing How do you die? Fixing the bathroom. Awesome. You don't want that under <laughs> your tombstone. No, and actually, that's the smart thing <laughs> to do because, like we always said, there's only a couple of species of mold that are actually bad for you. But since you're not an industrial hygienist and you don't know what you've got there, just treat it like it could be and right. take and, your precautions. And then what you can do is, uh, you know, get the, the mold. Uh, there's different mold cleaners and stuff that you can pick up at the hardware store. Spray that on there, clean it up, and now that it's dry and you're not adding more moisture to it, the, that mold will just die off and you can clean it up. You'll be fine. Um, if it's Okay. Really, I, yeah. I think it's rotted into the subfloor, though. It's okay. Like if it has, then, you, you'll have to, then you'll have to cut that out if it's really bad. Right. Right. That's my thought. But I've got to, I've got to cut the tubs around out with a sawzall, mm-hmm. pull off the dry, or not even dry, I think it's plaster, pull all that off, yep. figure out where the water turns off at. Yep. Yep. That's my last stop is that. And then... And then I fucking yelled at, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I feel for you, brother. I'm sorry. You know, $100 and a paintbrush, you would have been done. You realize that? Yeah, I know. Okay. I know. I the whole thing <laughs> Thanks, Ed. We're off to a break. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. 
I like the dull tap tap of tools on leather. Tat 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 tat. I keep popular mechanics under I my like mattress. <laughs> It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. Podcasts and previous shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on HomeApprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. You can join us on Facebook Live right now. Brought to you in part by Mr. Floor and Mag Erad. Uh, and also, if somebody wanted a newsletter, Rich, how can they do that? Go over to MightyHouse.net, click on the Contact Us page, just fill in your first, last name, your email address, and click on Boom Done. There you go. And you can That's also give us a boom. call. You can also give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. Dot com. There mm-hmm. we go. All right. Now. Where did that go? Because I think it's playing it's again. themselves. See? Yeah, it's playing again. Somehow. Somewhere. It is. It is. It is. Okay. Uh, last topic of the day, Robbie. That's it? Yeah, we've got uh, about 15 minutes left. Okay, if well. So, if somebody's got a phone call, then we can call in, but we've also we got some emails maybe we can get to. Or... Well, I apologize. I don't know. This came in about a week ago, and I don't okay. know if you discussed this or not. Uh, seam Metal Roofing. No, we did not. Okay. Ron, I live in Brookfield, Illinois. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <gasps> Squirrel! Can you play the email song? Maybe. <laughs> Jeez. That's, here we go. Let's see who gets to it first. Because, let's see. Da, da, da. Randall's not even trying. Yeah, he is. He's no, trying. No, he's not. No, he's not. He's not even listening to us. He's sleeping. Email. Ron got email. it. Email. Email. We get your email every day. I live in Brookfield, Illinois. Do you have any opinions on raised seam metal roofing on a house? Will the metal roofing be any protection against my roof flying off in a tornado? Thank you very much for information. Okay. Excellent I've never topic. heard of a tornado hitting Brookfield, but that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> hey, you could have some high winds. You never know. Oh, they went... Oh, no different than like it's gone through Oak Lawn yeah. with lots of people, so it could go anywhere. So what he's talking about is a standing seam roof. Yes. And so that's what that is. And that's where the metal roof comes over. It's in big sheets, and then it has a, a, a stand, you know, where this, the seam actually stands up, and then the next one clips over it, and then it all just nails together. It's, it's really a, it's a, a good roof. It'll last 100 years. And, uh, and that's bef- that's what it is before you put shingles on it. Try talking into a microphone. That's what it is before, whatever, before you put shingles on it, right? <laughs> you don't put shingles on it. No, you don't it. shingle it. It's a standing seam metal roof. So, so you look up, like if I'm driving by, I'd look up and I'd go, oh, wow, there's just a plain metal, yeah. shiny metal yes. roof. Yeah. But it comes in many colors. Yes. So does Joseph's coat. Yeah! I'm sorry, it was right there. <laughs> Can you play that song, The Coat of Many Colors, and we'll just change the word to The Roof of Many Colors? Can you please, the Donny Osmond version, please? No. The Coat of Many Colors. <laughs> do, 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 do. Squirrel. And <laughs> so it, if you Google it, Google it up there, just run it through the Google machine, standing seam roof, and you'll know exactly. When you so, see that, you'll know exactly what it is. You got to remember, like a tornado that's a direct hit, that could be wind speeds of 300 miles an hour. And sure. there's not much in the world that's going to hold up to that. No. 
Um, but the standing seam metal roofs up to 175 miles an hour performed outstanding here during Hurricane Irma. Yes. I only saw one fail where it all peeled off, and it was because of a dumb install. But it wasn't the, it wasn't the metal that came off. It was the roof sheathing that came off, and the metal went with it, correct? Yes, that was a soffit that was not done properly for uplift, and it did take the roof. So, But no, the standing seam metal roofs do really well. And then depending on what you get, like if you buy the store-bought ones, they may only have like the, the standing seam and then maybe one or two ribs in it. Right. And I get them where the dies that we use actually have multiple, and you can't see them really from the ground. But what it does is there's a it's called oil canning. Right. When the sun is on that roof, it'll start warping because it's expanding and it's a little bound. So it, they call it oil canning. And the more ribs you have in there, the less oil canning will be visible. Got it. But it's a great roof system. Yes. It really is. Yeah. And if you if you uh, go over to Menards and you tell them the pieces you want, they will actually pre-cut that for you. So mm -hmm. that, you know, if you need uh, eight-foot lengths, then you can get a, all pre-cut at eight foot. And, and they're done, so you don't even need to worry about trying to cut them straight. You just take them home and put them up there. You're ready to go. Well, and, and like to what Robbie's thought is, I mean, driving around the Chicagoland area, you don't see standing seam metal roofs. So if you drove by a house that had one, you'd think it's odd. Here, yes. about mm -hmm. every five or six homes is. So it's more normal here. Right. And it's also ag roofing or, you know, people think of yeah. it as, you know, agricultural. And you'll see it out right. in barns and stuff like that. Um, generally, because it's easy to install and it's inexpensive so that's that's part of it i don't i don't know about cost wise is it really that much more cost it's, effective it's about the same as you know some other roofing it's not sure. necessarily cheaper but it is even more durable i think yes at least because you know, even the tile roofs down here they they survive hurricanes okay but the reason why they had to get replaced was that if you only the standard or the cheap way of putting a tile roof on is one screw per tile uh-huh if you pay extra, they'll put two screws in. <laughs> and if you pay even more, you use a two-part polyurethane foam. Oh, wow. So all of our houses, I foam the roofs. Okay. You cannot get the tile off. Because what happens is, even though you have a perfectly good roof, in a hurricane, the tile will rock. They will lift. And it stresses those screws. And that's how they're getting new roofs for free through their insurance company. Because they're like, oh, it needs to be replaced. It's all loose now. Right. And I don't know why the insurance companies just don't make them take it off and rescrew it, but hey, right. whatever. Yeah, because there's nothing wrong with the tile, right? No. No, and then of course tile manufacturers change their colors and stuff. So you know, if you if you can't match it, then they replace it. Oh, because of the terracotta, but that changes yeah, yeah. over it time. Fades. Really. Yeah. So there's kind of lots of things. So uh, if you want to put in a standing seam roof, I I would highly recommend it. And it, your roofing companies will know how to do it, and and instead of doing so, I'm a good union roofer that yeah has been trained. Yeah, uh, they they can install that uh, metal standing seam. There's also shingles now that you know, so you you can have that shingle look with a metal roof. So if you want a, a cedar shake look, you want a slate look, they've got metal that interlocking metals uh, yeah shingles that you can uh, put on also. And none of those fared well in the hurricane. Really. Because yeah. of the smaller the, pieces. The couple of houses that did lose the... Again, it's the same issue. They didn't lose the whole roof. They lost a few pieces. Yeah. So now it becomes a problem trying to patch it back together. So the couple of houses I know where they lost those panels, um, they just went to full standing seam. Okay, right. 
and you know, it's just but the same principle of a shingled roof. You have all these individual shingles. One lifts up, it picks up the next one, and then pretty soon the whole thing's gone. Right. So well, again, keep going back and forth. This, but hurricane code here requires a, I use a one seventy five rated shingle, which is a heavy architectural. Right. Six nails per shingle. Right. Okay, no, you guys up there put maybe three per shingle. You know what I mean? Maybe four, but you're not doing six per. Right. And then, like on mine, I had them go to a, a smaller reveal. Instead of the standard five, they're on a four and a, four and a quarter or something. Okay. So now you actually have less shingle exposed to lift. Right. So Irma, I had my house done two years or three years before Irma hit. I didn't have a single sh- shingle lift. Huh, okay. I got one that got a nick in it from debris flying by, but... <laughs> <laughs> But other than that, you're all good. Yes. See, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Again, back to your email, though. Standing seam roofs are good. I would install it, not have any issues with it at all. And uh, plus, right. you'll stand out in the neighborhood. You'll look, it'll be unique. So it's pretty cool. And pick any color you want. Just don't put copper up there. Why? <laughs> it's extremely expensive. And uh, it it you can see all the fingerprints and... Anything that hits it, it starts to, and once it turns green, it's okay. But you can do, uh, you can do the pre-colored if you like that, that oxidized uh, copper look. You can do that oxidized copper in, a, in an aluminum panel too. So just go straight to that oxidized look. So, but it, copper is extremely expensive right now. But Ron, I want to make my house look like the Pantheon. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> there you go. That's it. Uh, somebody responded when um, Jeff called up to talk about Merco re- recycling. Yeah, thank you. Uh, you should reach out to them and have them come on the show for one of your clutter clarity segments, well, and then you could talk to them about the auction. They had materials. a reality TV show ten years ago based on her business, the homes yeah. were all in Chicago in the suburbs, and it was a pretty entertaining show. Oh, cool! According to Joe, thank you, Joe. Uh huh. Very hmm. good. <laughs> Forget it, Randall. I just give up. See, and then fresh. What meat, did I do wrong? Fresh meat sits there, does this the whole time. The microphone thing. Try, yeah. I'm right here. How could I have missed the microphone? <laughs> I'm right here. By about micro- two feet. <laughs> okay. Mr. Microphone. There is no uh-huh. way I missed it by. This is two feet. I'm not. That's where you that's were. Your, that's where. No, you, I was right here. I was uh-huh. talking right here because I was reading it off of my. So whatever. Fresh meat tries to constantly. He's constantly potting it up and down, trying to keep her in there. But then all of a sudden, she'll like swoop in and boom, and it's too much. And so. <laughs> you guys are wrong. Oh, no. Robbie, you do know, again, this is recorded, and I can show you how far you are off. Fine, <coughs> because how I can't be off over here if I'm literally reading his email. I'm right here reading his email. Really, I'm reading it. Uh-huh. I can't even see that far. I have to put my glasses on. Right, okay. Whatever. Whatever, Good. Robbie. Whatever. Next. Don't talk to me. <laughs> Next, man cave stuff. Someone posted a picture of a man cave garage. That yeah, there. I oh didn't yeah, I posted do that. that. But I just found it on the internet. Yeah, so I think what we need to do is that's an ag building too. So you you pour your slab, and then you just you put up this uh, ag metal frame, and they built it all inside. So in, inside of a the metal building, and. Came out pretty good. It seemed okay. It was awesome. Yeah. You go upstairs in the loft, sure. you know, and you have Hit your little coffee area. Pool table and yeah. lounge area. 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't need that. Or like uh, Will Decker was saying this morning, you know, you have your little pot studio. Right. Yeah. So the thing is, the real man cave just has like the old seats out of a, you know, 56 Buick sitting there. The bench seat. <laughs> that's the couch. And then, you know, a couple other like, you know, captain's chairs out of a 74 Ford van. They sit there and then you just, you make a coffee table out of an old uh, chunk of... Uh, coil the 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 reel you know oh geez yeah so, so mm-hmm. you throw that you're done that's it and then you then you bring in all your cars your motorcycles and half mm-hmm. parts and you know crates of pieces that you got to build together that's it right. you're done all this fancy stuff painting what the heck is that all right we'll be I back don't really do it. <laughs> i'll be back well i'll be back right after this you're listening to mighty house this is mighty house Mighty House will return. Watch, Randall. I'm switching microphones. Deal with that. Well, the job was going smoothly. Two more days and we'd be done. We came in right on budget. Man, this job was so much fun. But I knew the fun was over when the client said, Hey, son, my wife and I have been talking. There's some changes we need done. Thinks just what we asked for, but my wife thinks we need to. I'm back here. So got another hole in the counter, boy. Should be an easy thing to do. I know we asked for stainless, but we prefer that it be white. The oven's on the left now. now could you, you put it on the right? Why don't you make up your mind? We did everything you said you've got to make up your mind. I can't read what's in your head, but I'm a running out of patience. I'm a running out of time, and you're running out of money because you can't. Make up your mind. Blue pastels, oyster shells, pink and killer green. These just aren't the colors I saw in the magazine. What's wrong? It took so long. Seems like that to me. Can't you do it in a week like Ty does on TV? Podcasts and preview shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on HomeImprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. You can join us on Facebook Live right now, brought to you in part by Mr. Floor and Maggie Rad. And you can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. And uh, if somebody wanted a newsletter, Rich, how can they do that? Well, you just go to MightyHouse.net, click on the Contact Us page. Just put in your first, last name, your email address, scroll on down to the bottom, and click on Boom Done. Boom Done. Yes. All right. So, Rich. Yes, sir. Let's do the what'd you learn today topic. Ooh. Because I learned that we can build 40-story buildings with freaking wood. And, yes. And uh, that's like, wait a minute. That just does, does not seem right does not compute no and it doesn't seem like it would be safe or anything else but it's sounding like if they're doing it they're they're shipping it in building them in england they don't even have any lumber there so that if it's cost effective and and better for them to be doing it there well and again it's no less carbon footprint because even the wood absorbs carbon dioxide and so on so i don't know Seems to me that I don't know how they would hold up in earthquakes and things like that. I mean, 
Yeah, exactly. I suppose wood will flex, so. Well, and then, okay, in high winds, how, you know, I guess you can strap it all together and, um, you know, kind of do what you guys are doing down there in the hurricane thing where you just have a strap. But it seems like you're putting this huge building up. And then, you know, obviously the higher you get, the more, the stronger the winds are and, and well, the flex of that. So I have an instance right now where I have a, a patio door that's 35 feet wide. Uh huh. And I need a piece of steel to go across that as a header. Right. And I suggested using a glue lamb to do that, but at that span, it would have like two inches of deflection. Okay. The steel's only half inch, so I got to go with a 2157. Okay. W2157. Wow. So it's 21 inches tall, 57 pounds per foot. Ugh. So I want to go that route, and my engineer is actually pushing back because he's worried about not up and down, but lateral wind. Okay. And that's the bigger problem down here. So he told me that's why we do everything in concrete and steel is the uh, concrete reinforced concrete okay. is actually stronger than steel structures bolted together, whatever. Right. So I don't know. I'm not an engineer. I just play go, one on TV. Yeah, it ain't gonna fall down. <laughs> yeah. It's good enough. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. Robbie, what are you doing? Standing up. Uh huh. Did you open a door or something? I do sound effects. Oh, you do sound effects now. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. How much time we got left there, Randall? Too much. Too much time. Okay. All right. Too much time. What did I learn today on the yes. show? Yes. What did you learn? Oh. Ooh. I know. One thing I forgot to ask Rich when he was talking about his segment, because, again, I learned so much. Wait, do we have a phone call? No. Oh, okay. You talked about going somewhere and weighing the debris in your truck. Yes. Rich, what was transfer stations. Okay, transfer stations. What is a transfer station? It's where they take the dumpsters, they dump them, they sort it, and then they put it into big semi trucks, and then it's run out to the dump. It, it used to be that dump, the, dump, 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 dump. It used to they go right to the dump and and dump it at the dump, but now because it's so far to drive. They take all that to a transfer station that's you know local in the in the town. They do all the sorting and then one then they can ship it out to the different places. So all the cardboard goes one place, all the steel goes another place, all the you know all the garbage garbage goes another place. So that way they separate it and then ship it out, which is more cost yeah. effective. Yeah, and it's not like every town has one. I mean, you might have to call like if your scavengers is um, uh, why am I drawing a blank? They only do everything. <laughs> Waste management? No, that's yeah. Waste saying. management. Yeah, yeah, Call yeah. waste management. Ask them if they have a transfer station. But if you're using even the city of Chicago, ask them if there's a transfer station that you can go to because the city of Chicago still has to do that too. Sure. Yeah, they package all that up and then ship it out. So, it's a it, it's an interesting it's a new system they've got. They've had it for probably 15 years, I guess. When I was in Florida and I was working, I had to take a lot of stuff, and we just called it like the dumper. I don't know what we called it, but it was really cool because you drive in, and then the dumpsters are below you, so you kind of drive up a little incline, uh -huh. and then you just throw everything into the dumpsters, or there was also a small element for recycling, and it was cardboard, but they called it something like one, I can't remember the word like you know one system recycling or something you know i i can't remember what it was and i go well where does cardboard go and he's like in the one system recycling I'm like i don't know what one system recycling means or whatever it was it wasn't uh -huh. you know whatever the term they had he looked at me like i was an idiot i'm like 
I don't know that what that means. That happens to you a lot, though, doesn't it? But I don't care. <laughs> that was risky. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that was really cool because, you know, there was so much that I had to dump from this one house. You just drive in there, and it was cool to just throw it over and look at everything. But I was watching a lot of it, and it was like, yeah. you know, they even had, they had a yardway section. They had a paint and chemical kind of section, uh-huh. and then they just had other things that people could drop stuff off. They it wasn't called a transfer station. It wasn't called a dump. It was something else. That no, might have been a know, recycle. Like down here, it's kind of nice. Like right here on the rock, we have a, a recycle place or you know a pickup joint where I can take throw all the stuff in my truck, go over there. I got used oil. I can dump in the drums. I've got you know cardboard paper. You know they got all this stuff. All your electronics. I mean, it's so damn convenient. Yep. Yeah, that's good. That's and that's the way it should be. It should, yeah. you know, that way people aren't throwing it in their regular garbage because the used oil. You don't. You know, it still that. amazes me. I still see TVs out on the street. Oh yeah, the tube like, TVs. When didn't you get the memo? It's that been three years. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants those tube TVs either. Just so you know. All right, podcasts or preview shows available at MightyHouse.net, and uh, let's see, they're also on Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, Home Improvement USA. And you can uh, find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. Video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net and our Mighty House YouTube channel. And we've got all the uh, past tips of the week. Clutter Clarities are posted up there for the past year now. And uh, we're starting segments on there also. How to build in Florida, how to build in Illinois, and kind of the differences between the two. And you'll be able to watch that there. On uh, YouTube, just go to MightyHouse.net. Or, and, and they're only like... I try to keep them at a minute or less. Correct, correct. Uh, the conversation continues all week long on Facebook and Twitter. If somebody wanted a newsletter, Twitter. Rich, Twitter. If anybody wanted a newsletter, Rich, how can they sign up for that? You know, you go over to MightyHouse.net, click on the Contact Us page, put a first, last name, email address, scroll on down and click on Boom, Done. Boom, right there. Follow then you'll know on. what's coming up on every show. Boom, Done. And you'll have links to our guests or topics. Follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. You can find all our show sponsors at MightyHouse.net. Just click on the Mighty House team page. Uh, Next week, we'll have another Mighty House tip of the week, Clutter Clarity. And between that, we'll be taking your calls. Thanks to Tim from New Land about uh, towers, timber towers. We're out of here. Ascent Tower. If you have any questions during the week, you can always post them on Facebook and Twitter. Join us next Saturday for more home infotainment. Mighty House is a square and level media production. Mighty House.